has been tased by the horseman, but here comes Robocop, Bob. Sid Vicious, Ole Anderson, Arn Anderson, they all attacked him, threw him into the cage. What's he, but look at Robocop now as he's approaching. He is not they're, in, back, they're backing away from him. He's not intimidated, Bob. Robocop going right to the cage. This deal. You're going to be a bucket of balls when we get down with you. Oh, gosh almighty. He's pulling that door right off the hinges. Uh, Woohoo! What strength uh, by Robocop. Uh, and then what a piece of him, horseman. Uh, that almost sounded like a wrestling theme before Mickey Mouse opened his fat mouth. Uh, welcome to the Cheat Podcast, Episode 6. Uh, this one is dedicated to the Elimination Chamber. This is WWE's. It's, I think, been going for four years now, their February pay-per-view, and I feel like it's one they've kind of set in stone. It's quite a tradition. Yeah, it's... Well, it's getting like, to be. It's be. Yeah, it's becoming one. It was a match that I think... Uh, Eric Bischoff invented. Yes, yeah, so it, <laughs> within the storyline. Yeah, so I think it's been around for a decade, but it mm-hmm. used to exist just as some kind of stipulation they throw in at the last minute, like pull out everyone. Yeah, let's while. throw this into the Survivor Series or SummerSlam. Yeah. Oh, well, shouldn't we introduce ourselves? We should. I forgot to do that last time, and I apologize. I'm the host of the Cheap Podcast. Dave Rudden with me, as always. Henry Gilbert. Hello. And third man, uh, Brett Elston. Mm-hmm. You may know me from other places. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the Elimination Chamber is invented to basically be Hell in a Cell meets Royal Rumble. Yeah, so I was always WCW guy, so explain Hell in a Cell. Is it just a cage match or is there another Hell layer? in a Cell, okay, so you got, you got your cage match, yeah, which yeah. I always hated the, I hated WWE's different, like in a WCW cage match, you get out of that cage. In a WWE cage match, you could pin somebody or get out of the cage. And there was also the door option, which was vastly underused. Yeah, well, it was only there for bad guys to use. Yes. <laughs> but uh, and so then they made the Hell in the Cell, which is they put a top on the cage. Okay. They're like, we're sick of people getting in and out of these cages and cage matches. So now the Hell in the Cell, you're never going to leave, which was bullshit. They immediately yeah. broke. They broke the cage in the first match, the, the, uh, the Shawn Michaels one. Mm, Shawn yes. Michaels Undertaker. But anyway... Then on I, top, I believe I've seen uh, Mick Foley falling off of one of those many times. He's broken in half. <laughs> and so then they made uh, the Elimination Chambers their next big event thing, which is the, the one of the weirdest things about it to me is there's no bottom to the, the like the cage is on level with the, um, with the ring. Yeah, so, so surrounding the ring itself mm-hmm. is this sort of so, like outside cage area where there are six pods. Yeah. And... Or no, wait, I'm sorry. There's, there's four pods, there's four two, pods. Guys start, two guys start, four guys out. in pods. Yeah, and after four or five minutes, mm-hmm. one of the pods will open. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's kind of like, I guess, the running man. I'm trying to figure out what it's... I guess it's well, sort of like that. But yeah. yeah, so like one of them will open, and it's at random, mm-hmm. and throughout the course of the match, and these other four superstars will come out. It's a little bit like... Um, <clears throat> 
Royal Rumble's, Royal Rumble's been going on for over 25 years, and they've got that down to a science where yeah. it's like people come out and they have the order ready, and we were, we all watched last month, and, and they, they really maximized their time with that. Mm-hmm. I feel like with the Elimination Chamber, they still haven't figured out a way to make, like... Well, there's like not they, enough guys. Yeah. That's the problem. There's only six, and... You know who's in the match. I always thought if yeah. they just darken the the pods, that would <laughs> so add. Describe this pod. I cannot it's visualize. A, it's a this. glass. It's a glass telephone booth, basically. Yeah. Okay. With money flying around in it. <laughs> no, no. Just, but the guys are locked in, and so they get to go like, brruh, brruh, yeah. and like <laughs> push against the wall. I'm gonna be, and then usually once per match, someone will break the glass on it. And the goal is to get in the ring it. and actually start wrestling. Well, yeah, yeah. So then the two guys are in the ring. If someone gets pinned while everyone else is in the chamber, it's like. The person gets eliminated, but they don't win. Like you have to be the last man standing in it. So, so it's still uh, like advantageous to be the last person. Right. So this is like a, a severely truncated uh, and less interesting Royal Rumble. Well, it's usually so, for the title, but yeah. So it's the Elimination Chamber has now become the post Rumble pay per view to get the secondary champion, mm-hmm. uh, get them their number one contender spot. I see. Though usually the past few years or the like the last two years. That was where John Cena, or, so, or the, it was the Raw guys fighting in there, right? Yeah. And these years, it's been the, uh, this year, it's the SmackDown guys. So, also slightly less interesting. Yeah, well, I feel like this year, it's actually a little bit more interesting oh, because yeah. it's four title shot, and it's not as set in stone who's going to win it. Because it's pretty obvious last yeah. year, Jericho was... Well, no, actually, last year, both matches were title matches. Oh, that's right. And that's, I think, part part of the problem of Elimination Chamber, for as long as it's been its own pay-per-view, is that it's been this super hard match, mm-hmm. and in most of the previous ones, it's been... The titles have been defended in the chamber, and it's almost a given that whoever has the title in the month before WrestleMania is going to have the, t- the title after at WrestleMania. Yeah. Because that's it has to lead up to something. It has mm-hmm. to be... Someone wins a title the month before WrestleMania, and, yeah. event, and then the whole road to WrestleMania yeah. thing—it's kind of effed with if you aren't from Rumble to Romania the champ. Yeah, so I mean, this—I feel like the way they have it this year is at least somewhat interesting, even though it means they only have one because the other championship or the other championship opportunity is decided at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm excited for it. So well, who's doing? Who's do we know who all are in the pods? Yeah, this year they've revealed everyone. It, mm-hmm. it, it, it took a while, but uh, let's see if I can name them all off the top right. of my head. There's Jericho, mm-hmm. okay. um, Randy Orton, yep. Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. Kane, and two guys who have returned within the last month, Mark Henry and Jack Swagger. Oh, really? Mark Henry's in there? Yeah, oh. yeah. I mean, Where's he, Sheamus in all this? Sheamus, is he's in a, a three-on-three match. It's him, Cena. Oh, he's in that Shield and, match? What's right he doing there? He has nothing to do with the Shield. See, my one hope is that that comes from that match is that the Shield is actually able to win. They should, because they've only had one match before. Yeah. They won that, but, you know, they're supposed to be a dominant this faction. This isn't the time for the blow-off of, Ry- of the Ryback-Shield feud. That yeah. could be a mania. Well, I was thinking that a good idea would be ha- to have... Ryback versus Sheamus at WrestleMania. It's the only match I think that would be believable between the two of them. Like that, I would think that yeah. either had a shot. Yeah. And if the Shield were to win, it would be cut. Co- would be because the the three teammates can't get along on the other mm. side. And I want those. Well, I kind of want them to break up so they can just be their own dudes, not Shield. Yeah, you know? but they need a little bit more time. And like, if they're going to be at WrestleMania, it's going to be in a match. Well, also, that- once Punk loses, is out of the title picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he officially become the leader of the shield, yeah. and then they can 
he can start playing up those guys, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, it remains to be seen, but I think even though they, they, they seem to have found out somewhat of a good idea for the Elimination Chamber match itself, it's mm-hmm. still really hard to make the pay-per-view right before WrestleMania. Super, so, like, yeah. super interesting. Like, they've, they've done an all right job this year. They have The Rock in the main event. Getting against, The Rock in a main event before WrestleMania is pretty big. Yeah. Deal. I didn't think he'd wrestle on another show. I mean, he's the champion, so I he guess has he has to. to have the defense. Like, yeah, yeah he literally true. has to. Def- like, he has, you have to defend it within 30 days. And right. That's what he's doing, and that's why he's facing Punk, and that's a foregone conclusion. Yeah. I think, you know, like, it's got to be him versus Cena at WrestleMania. I wonder how they make it at least a little interesting. With him well, they've got the, a no-DQ stipulation, so, yeah. like, he might... But if they lose it for a minute, and well, then, see that's the thing they can't dusty finish it this time. I feel believably because they did that at Royal Rumble already. Yeah, CM Punk already beat The Rock and then had Vince McMahon reverse it. Mm-hmm. If they do it a second time, I mean, I'm not saying they can't do it a second time. They could be that uncreative, but yeah. I would hope they don't. I would hope. Uh, I would hope. Well, Rock's just got to go over clean. There's no CM Punk can't win. Like that's the yeah. So what are they saying up with Brock? Like Lesnar doesn't have a match, right? But yeah, he'll probably appear. Maybe That's, maybe he'll screw Cena or CM Punk or no on a, on TV. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, on pay per view. That's what you pay the money for. Oh, so. okay. Well, I guess That's I, can see why, I guess why though. people pay so much for these. <laughs> but uh, well, with the Elimination Chamber, who would win? And that I, it, I, I think Mark Henry's the, the well Del Rio. If Del Rio's face, if Del Rio beats Big Show with. Uh, then God, no more big show matches. Yeah, <laughs> well, you're not much better off if Mark Henry wins. Honestly, he's he, he like he came back in the last month and has just been a guy who beats people up and is yeah, well, it's like the, super angry. Whereas like even Big Show, as big as he is, like mm-hmm. you can never buy him sometimes as like a really. Well, this is the that's the much like the Sonic cycle in video games. There's the Mark Henry <laughs> cycle where. Mark Henry is around for... He comes back for three months. He is an unstoppable killing machine. Then he turns into a cheater. And then a joke. And then he injures himself and he takes off <laughs> takes off six to nine months. And then he comes back as a monster. And that's yeah. sometimes as the Mastodon. Sometimes as something like trying to clear the taste of sexual chocolate out of people's mouths. But they'll never go away. Yeah. We'll never forget sexual chocolate. <laughs> I was going to say, you want to talk about, like, Elimination Chamber memories. I actually, I do have one. I remember way back during the Laser Time episode, we talked about how RVD injured... Yeah, Triple H. It was, I think that was the one, I think Triple H won that one, or was it the first Elimination Chamber where Shawn Michaels won the title? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that was back when Shawn had just come back. People weren't sure if he was going to be active enough to even defend the title, uh, and this is back when also he was wrestling in jeans. Like he wouldn't. <laughs> it took him a while to commit to his old costume again. He yeah. was too. Jesus wouldn't let him at first. <laughs> um, Jesus likes guys wrestling in jeans for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> but it was sad because yeah, it was RVD was on the verge of being a world title contender on Raw. Like he now he's at Impact. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I've uh, watched a couple of those. And yeah. well, but RVD likes hemp too much to ever be yeah. a commercial pretty boy, which is too bad. But but he was on the verge of at least being like a world title contender. He's in this match, like a six on six, which doesn't it means you're almost there. It doesn't mean you're at that level yet, because fucking Rikishi was in a world title match if you count six man matches. Yeah. Like so and then in the match, R V D is going for his big five star frog splash. 
which is a an amazing yeah. move. One of the top 50 finishers of all time. <laughs> it's a good one. Um, but it's also a little sloppy. Like, to get that much air, sometimes you can't land perfectly. Yeah. And he had probably the worst landing of his career. <laughs> uh, he So he does the five-star frog splash from the top. Oh, I didn't mention oh, the this. Pot. The elimination chamber is, well, yeah, it's a dome. And the dome is, like, really close to the pod. So he was, like, on top of a pod. Man, I cannot even begin to visualize this. It just <laughs> looks like Chrono Trigger domes when you go to the future. It's like, it kind of so like, Yeah, the pods are right behind the, the, the turnbuckles. Okay. Yeah. So it's like a giant pod that a person stands in. Okay. And then it opens after five minutes. Yeah. Okay. And so then RVD jumps off it on a prone t- Triple H and then lands his knee right on Triple H's throat. And just Triple H is, like later said he could barely breathe for the rest of the match, but to give Triple H credit, he finished that match. Like yeah. he went to the end. You couldn't totally tell he was he was injured, but yeah, it really it really fucking yeah. it hurt the match. I think the one one thing you can count on with elimination chamber matches is that there will be some brutal spots in just about every yeah. like 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 you said before, someone gets thrown into one, people jump mm-hmm. off of these pods which are probably two or three feet higher than the turnbuckle itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh there are some cool moments. Yeah. I look forward to probably Kane throwing someone through. Yeah. Or no, no, Mark Henry. Hmm. Could they could they do a match that is they, they may, probably have. I'm thinking <laughs> back I'm thinking back to WCW like Bash at the Beach where there's like all, you know, they change the way the entrance looks and it, you know, mm-hmm. and you just fill the surrounding area with a moat and, <laughs> and put, you know, a lion and an mm. alligator in there. They did have the the uh, kennel from hell match, Oof. which was a hell in a cell, uh-huh. but it's instead of there being not, like they put dogs outside of the ring and then a cell around the ring. Yeah, so it's the cage and the cell. Yeah. Okay. So this was the Big Boss Man, I think, versus Al Snow. After Big oh. Boss Man made Al Snow eat his dog. Yeah. Eat, eat his own dog. But the thing was, the Big dog... Big Boss Man was still around at yeah. that point? Wow. He was a few years from his death. Yeah. Um, and he's dead now. Wow, I'm oh, really yeah. getting caught up here. Yeah, the problem was is that <laughs> the dogs weren't vicious at all. Like, they yeah. showed one, like, peeing on the ground. Well, it's like, they're also docile. You work with live animals, like, they're just, they're going to shit on camera. That's just yeah, what they do. Yeah, there's no way around that. Yeah. But that's uh, why you buy pay-per-view, so you can see dog shit. Do you remember when the uh, WCW tried to top the Hell in the Cell with their, uh, what was it, the Three Chambers three, of Doom? Uh, yeah, something. Three I want to say was that, uh, that the movie Ready to Rumble? It was in the movie. Yeah, it was popularized by the film Ready to Rumble, and then they did it again on on the on their show. Did see that yeah. movie in the theater? There was I'll, one cage that was full of guitars. I remember. <laughs> it was the bunkhouse. Yeah, that that match ended, I think, with uh, David Arquette turning on uh, DDP. That's right. But and I no, <laughs> and then they threw Canyon off the top of the Canyon. thing. Yep. He's also dead. Yeah. Jesus, really? He killed himself. He came out. And then he, he came. Himself. He came out. Tried to be the first openly gay professional wrestler. Had some problems and drugs and stuff, and killed himself. Jesus. So, yeah. All right. Well, wrestling's uh, fun. <laughs> you said Helena Cell. For some reason, this reminded me of this, and I don't know if I've ever been able to mention this anywhere else. Uh, back when I worked at Toys R Us, uh-huh. there, there's the first one for this podcast. I remember around '99, maybe 2000, somewhere in there. There were, you know, a lot of wrestling toys back then. Uh, they kind of opened the floodgates for both WCW and WWE around '98 through the 2000s. Yeah, and there was this other line of like little play sets, I would guess, and it's like Hell in a Cell or something like that. But the art on the cover. So it's like instead of a figure in a blister pack, it was the kind of thing that would be below the blister packs. Like so it comes in a box and they're on the sh- they're on a shelf where mm. you would find like the vehicles or the playset kind of yeah, thing yeah, underneath yeah. the Ninja Turtle figures. Exactly. Find the yeah, playset. I remember. Uh, so and it was some kind of playset and 
the art on this thing, and I think it was Hell in a Cell, was like Stone Cold fighting somebody. But you know, there's multiple different play play sets. But all the art looked like the old kind of He Man art. <laughs> it made it look very serious and like epic airbrush, like mm. kind of like the side of a van kind of thing. And just wow. seeing Stone Cold when like with a chair in his hand with this old art, I was like, I want to buy this so bad because it just looks so cool. Like that old kind of I can't. It's real soft colors. Yeah, and, I miss that on the on the and like custom boxes. custom drawn for this piece mm. of material, not a reused asset. Like this exists for this thing. Wow. Uh, and yeah, I just that, that that's what reminds me of Helen's. <laughs> I still to this day never seen that. That would make the pods even better is if they. Just had paintings over the other <laughs> yeah. wrestlers, and then as they open, that would be a little bit more of a. That would be, they'd be like uh, Rick Rude or or under uh, Ultimate Warriors, like tights that would always have yeah. stuff airbrushed on them. Yeah, uh, good stuff. All right, so we'll be back in a bit with the uh, second half of this episode where we react what happened on the pay per view. Bye. <laughs> So this is the uh, the post-elimination chamber mm-hmm. half of the episode. The pay-per-view has concluded. This one, I feel, did not flow as well as the well, Royal Rumble. it was weird because you said, like, well, Elimination Chamber was, like, in the middle of it. And then it yes. felt like there were four more hours of, pod, of, uh, <laughs> of pay-per-view after that. And I was like, oh, right, there was an Elimination Chamber in there. Yeah, yeah that Elimination Chamber, it when it ended, the show maybe was half over. Like, I... And then... It felt like there was. They just added a match, like uh, Dolph Ziggler. You wrestle too, like really. Tim Davis, you wrestle for no real reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least that was like a championship match. Oh, like, was it? Yeah. Oh, I guess there was a belt in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was saying though, like again, I'm I'm not. You know, I used to watch a lot of wrestling, and I've not really been into it for about twelve years now. But <laughs> we watched Royal Rumble last time. But like with twice a year when I go home, I watch Impact and or TNA, whatever it's called anymore. Yeah. And I have to say, like the the knockouts that wrestle, the girls that wrestle there were the what the matches that I've seen have been pretty good. And mm-hmm. then every time I watch a Divas match on WWE, I'm just like, I don't do something like it. That's actually went a little bit downhill. Eve Torres was she uh, was all right. She was a champion. Before. The glam is on. She was good too. Yeah, but that it's seems. kind of hit its nadir because they had a match in Vegas a few weeks ago where it was a lumberjack match, but lumberjill, yeah, lumberjill. And uh, everyone who wasn't fighting in the match was wearing showgirl outfits, mm. which is not really actually that sexy, but it was just a mess yeah. of a match, and it just the, that turned out terrible. It is weird that showgirl costumes are supposed to be sexy for some reason. Yeah, I don't think they've gross. Yeah, <laughs> but we start. My bad. Yes, we I have. think the uh, the problem with divas matches is they're like built around three moves, like mm. really only three moves to decide a match, and so. And also, just the finisher wins. No one kicks out of a finisher in yeah. a girls' match. 
And Henry it, Gilbert is on record saying women are incapable of wrestling. <laughs> no, I've seen some great female wrestlers. The Mighty Kong was really, she's really good. Mm-hmm. She sounds sexy. Well, the problem is the best female, most of the best female wrestlers I've seen usually are more than 200 pounds, and so they're I, not attractive. I think they should call it the WWE, and that's where they should. <laughs> I prefer Glow. I prefer Glow. The gorgeous Are you going for BBWE? B- Ooh, is that is. <laughs> Good God. You know, it should be called All Tranny all the time. Okay. Um, <laughs> penis sized clitoris wrestling constantly. Uh-huh. Ever. Well, I saw that China tape. China was a bad wrestler, too. She was wasn't she? a good wrestler. Well, nah. Anybody want to chime in? Defend China? Elston, come on. Mm, I know you got some great I things to no, say about China. No opinion whatsoever. <laughs> she was, She's a blemish on the Intercontinental title. Is she really? <laughs> she did win, yeah, the Intercontinental. She was she the beat only. Jeff Jarrett for mm-hmm. it. The only a women's in quote female, yeah, I, and she beat uh, she beat Jericho too in that time. Yeah, as well. speaking of Jericho, I was rooting for him the whole time in this elimination mm-hmm. chamber. That's how rubber like he is the most uh, bulletproof guy in the WWE. He he like he came back yeah, one month ago was it for the Royal Rumble. He came out yeah. at the okay. he came back at the Royal Rumble and has probably won maybe one match since then. Yeah, he loses, but he comes out to like. Engage in all of this the entire time, yeah. and then ultimately get nowhere. Yeah. So he's just fan service, right? But nobody Almost, cares yeah. that he's losing. Yeah, but and he'll probably lose next month. That because he can't, he can't win, April. right? He, he can't win unless well, he doesn't. He's old. Well, kind of also... like the Rock, he doesn't need to win though. The yeah. Rock keeps winning. Yeah. He's but, probably getting paid twice wait, as is much. Is Jericho as... at WrestleMania? He will be. He I mean, probably will be. That they bring him. <laughs> he'll have Whoa. a great. He'll have a great match, but he, yeah. he might not win it. I want him to win. So he gets much. to have a nice little contract. Like here's three months. Go from Rumble to Mania, and then go on tour with Fozzie the band. You stupid dumb man. <laughs> it is. It is great to see him come out, and like even more so than the champs, he gets a huge, huge response from yeah. the audience. And even I, the viewer at home, is like, oh, that makes me very happy. <laughs> And your Brett's response when he first ran a Royal Rumble, like Brett and Mike Grimm, not knowing who was going to be there, were like, <laughs> "What?" Like Mike Grimm was screaming. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I was really happy because he was one of my favorite wrestlers in the in the WCW era. Mm-hmm. And then when I, when he came over to WWE, I watched him there, and then I just got kind of tired. That's around when I got out of it, anyway. But mm-hmm. uh, well, I got out of it. Like one, right after the One Warrior Nation areas where I <laughs> Right after the Y2J name had to be explained to children, like, yeah. you see, there was this time. He still time. keeps it, though. I that's still when we, when we thought our guns wouldn't fire anymore. <laughs> Man, that's something I would love to go back on is, can we all remember, like, the craziest things we thought were going to break <laughs> on had a bunker. Everybody, like, the most important commodity at this point is beans. Everybody stock <laughs> up on beans, beans for Y2K. Beans, gas. Uh, Beans uh, and yes. wrestling episodes. Beans are what we called yes. ecstasy in the late nineties too. So <laughs> if I think they still call them beans. Sure, yeah. I think. If anybody would know, yeah. <laughs> I'm a party monster. You ever the ba- <laughs> pounding them back in Berkeley, man? I know who you are. <laughs> hey, man, don't talk about Berkeley, bro. <laughs> my Our wrestling party monster. My uh, punch bowl full of <laughs> these aren't mints. <laughs> these aren't mints, bro. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of mints, the Miz. The Miz. You see how I did that? I don't. Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't really like the Miz. Actually, he seemed okay. I don't know anything about this character, but mm-hmm. Henry, you seem to hate his guts. Ah, no, I love hate the Miz. Okay, I, well, he was a born heel, right? You know, he used to be a heel. I dislike that. I do the, not like Johnny Justice or whatever that guy's name was. Oh, you mean Antonio Cesaro? No, you got to get to know him. He's, the American dude, the all-American. Oh, guy Jack Swagger. So Jack Swagger. Swagger. His last name is Swagger. So boring. Yeah. That's actually, it comes from swagger jacking, which is when you take like a 
like a, a quote or something that a friend of yours says yeah. and then start to uh, use it as your own. I don't know why H-E-N-E-R-E-Y. they gave him that. N-E-R-E-Y. Yes. J. Hey, coming at you. You're, you're the Jack Swagger of this podcast right now. Yes. Well, now Jack Swagger is a real American tea party dude. Which I am worried that... It's a weird character. Yeah, because, I mean, right now he's getting booed, but that is something that wrestling fans yeah. could get behind. Well, that's that's why they're sticking to stuff like Hispanics, like, hey, they're coming in over our borders. And, you know, you can bet, you can hope at least half the audience is going to boo that, yeah. and the rest that's, will be scared into not booing. Yeah, they're not going to say much. That's what it. I, it's, it's very clear there's a growing Hispanic audience due to some of the wrestlers in there and uh-huh. how much they're playing that up. But then the Spanish table of announcers always gets crushed first. Mm-hmm. Though you got to give it to WWE. They've had Spanish announced team. They've been simulcasting yeah. in, in Spanish for yeah. uh, like over a decade. Really? That's and the table didn't years, break. Really. Yeah. The table didn't break. Yeah, that was a tough uh, table. Yeah, you got, uh, what's it called? Sidewalk slammed. Uh, rock bottom. Rock bottom. Yes. Rock bottom. I know. Ju- that's the worst thing is I know just enough to make horrible mistakes. <laughs> but CM Punk. Well, that was the uh, that was the ultimate insult. CM Punk did the rock bottom to the rock. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. cool. Which is one of my favorite things in when a pro wrestling game lets you steal another yeah. person's finisher because that's the the greatest insult there is. I also liked uh, not really keeping up with things other than pay per views. It was fun watching the Shield wrestle at the, yeah. in this in this kind of show match, the uh, main event kind of match. I like yeah. the Shield a lot. I was glad they got to go over. It mm-hmm. was you would expect Cena to win, and yeah, and yeah it was nice that they didn't. Yeah. Though Cena did win, like Cena got to do his Cena won by doing his triple A <laughs> and in what would have been a pinfall. It was the other weak people that let Cena down. Yeah. I see. So he's Ryback, still... <laughs> which sounds like the second evolution of a Pokemon. <laughs> yes, Ry <laughs> Ry. Ryback. Ryback. <laughs> What's so weird? Ryback is basically Goldberg, except yeah, he has yeah. like sharper features. Like his ears are almost like pointy. <laughs> so less know? fat, you would say. No, well, no trimmer, I suppose. But he's bulkier. No, he's, he's got. I don't know what that muscle is called, but the uh, one right called, on the collarbone. I think it's called a bobo. The bobo. The abobo. <laughs> you son of a bitch! I almost went straight into that. So the abobo, <laughs> followed by the roper, and I believe the shadow boss is the other <laughs> is the other muscle. Uh, yes, but that's what makes him remind me of Goldberg. Super cha- thick, <laughs> monster-like uh, he, he abobos. Is, uh, one of those tag team guys that. Ren and Stimpy fought. Like there, yeah. there are there are pictures of uh, Mad <laughs> the, Dog, the ripping friend. Yes, the with yeah, he literally has the same no neck to giant head, right? Just straight into head, combo. Yeah. There will be there will be there will be no sound effects. I interrupted the show. Oh, Sorry, no. uh, I just thought it was watching. Uh, I was trying to figure this out, but I mentioned like it seemed like uh, the Shield. They're trying to do a somewhat NWO take on like this group of outsiders who yeah. comes in. They're not famous. But uh, yeah. from before, from somewhere else, but they they're are... Not, they're not famous apart, and you seem to describe a couple of them Well, they like, are indie favorites, but they're not, yeah. like, no one... They're talented individuals, and together, maybe they can take the heat yeah. of, a, mm-hmm. of, and, a, of a Seamass yeah. or a, a John Kenna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they're also not like the NWO. Like, they won't take on additional members like the NWO. Like, we right, saw that. Right, right. We, saw, we even watched the documentary, like, yeah, a yeah, month yeah. or two ago, where it was just NWO like... NWO got out of hand <laughs> But when Virgil was in the NWO, I thought it was yeah, weird how they. Hmm. I didn't like how they shared the blame in that thing because they should. There should have been a point in there where they said, and then Hulk Hogan refused to lose ever, which <laughs> made every other good guy look like a look like shit. Yes. Like maybe they should have said that was another reason the NWO. Well, they played, NWO it, they played it up, but they, they did mention it. But like they were very clearly going to for a spinoff where there would be. Thursday night, yeah. NWO. Yeah. Well, who would watch that? Well, that's why we got Thunder. 
<laughs> but it was, it was, yeah, it, one of the problems with NWO is that they had too many members. Yeah. And I like that they started the Wolfpack to have, this is the elite good guy NWO. That is a weird, yeah, that is a weird revisionist history that's in that yeah. DVD. Like when that, when the, when the Wolfpack, Wolfpack was came around, deal. I was like, this is actually pretty cool. I yeah. like that. Oh thing. yeah. Yeah. And and they, they, but it seemed like behind the scenes, they were like, oh, this is the worst. Yeah. It was true. It was a very clever, uh, you know, smart observation that like, the reason the NWO worked is no one was ever 100% sure, is this a bit, or mm-hmm. are they actually, are those police, like, actually there? <laughs> I'm 14 with no internet. I can't verify <laughs> that this is fake yet. Like, I know we all know wrestling stage, but yeah. is this? And then, when, but when Wolfpack shows up, he's like, this is when you know this is a bit, because this would not happen organically. <laughs> well, this is something so- to make toys they and had, sell t-shirts. They had meetings behind the scenes where half of them were like, let's get a red t-shirt. Let's get red well, t- and Let's it, really uh, throw them for the a loop. The other thing that killed the NWO was that the writing, like... Was just they couldn't if they couldn't think of the ending. It was like in comic books, yeah. When they couldn't think of, well, how this guy get a superpower? See, he's a mutant. He's a mutant too. The, the, <laughs> the promos that they thought were super cool all look like Doctor Marvel how do commercials. We, how do we fit? Yeah, how do we finish this match? Uh, we don't know the ending to it. Um, a guy turns NWO, and then everyone. Runs <laughs> oh, great! Yeah, and then you see those one. The, yeah, like you said, Doctor Mario commercials. Yeah. But I rem- uh, watching him now. Like you can totally see like. Hogan is doing. Oh yeah, he's, he's acting so bad. Yeah. Like it's just Hogan, but then the editor edits we around it. We don't care, and we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and then boom, shoot it like Dennis Leary's No Cure for Cancer. NWO was gonna run wild on you, man. You should if you're listening. It's like a commercial for something that doesn't exist. Yeah, you should definitely if you're listening go watch. They're on Netflix. That NWO yeah. documentary is great. But that made me think: like, is there a way to recapture that magic today? And it's super difficult because now everyone's hyper aware yeah. and there's too many sources of information and it's like, well, this is expected. So even if they try to do it, not by name NWO, but that kind of thing again, yeah. the shield seems like the closest thing you can kind of do. And it's clear it's still part of the story, but it it's was, like, mm-hmm. I can still get into this. Mm-hmm. But then I was thinking. But the NWO was still, all, wasn't it all wrapped up in the idea that this was WWE? F coming yeah. to take over. Yeah, that's why. It and then eventually, I guess. But that's why I'm like, this would be an interesting. I would love if this somehow could happen. So basically, <laughs> you try to replicate that, but again, you have to make it. How could people actually believe that it's happening? So what you do is via Facebook and Twitter and shit, you have like impact. You have a bunch of stuff happen only in headlines, never in a ring, never. Anywhere that it actually looks like it's part of a bit. You show these guys got in a fight at a bar, and they really did. And yeah. they really got tossed in jail because they they, they spoke Man, ahead of time. Red. They spoke ahead of time. We're like, okay, I'm going to throw a punch. They're going to put me in overnight. It's fine. It'll mm. go on my record. It's already as long as my leg. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and then they just start taunting each other, and they go back and forth. And then after like months of this, one of them shows up in the, in the place in plain clothes, breaks something, runs out. Get, you know, They could build it up like that where you're like, I bet this is NWO, but I don't know, because would we really go to jail? No one would really do that, I would think they? someone's going to get a MySpace message from Vince McMahon. Yes, yeah. like, but that's all it takes, is the one second to make you question it, that's all it takes. And you're like, well, now I'm in. True. I'm invested. Yeah. All, all you need reasonable, is the, a cast reasonable yes, doubt. Yes, the one moment where you're like, maybe that? Maybe. All right, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Maybe. So I, just, I would love to see some kind of crossing, crossing the streams yeah. there where you actually feel like impact and... Because how long can that really sustain itself? I, yeah. I want to applaud the pay-per-view for not doing a Harlem Shake. It, oh, yeah. I've seen a couple of televised <laughs> sporting true. events pull that off in the recent week. And this is going to be the shortest meme in the history of our lives, people. Yeah. 
Uh, they even had the little dancing segment. That's and, true. Yeah, they could have had yeah. the, the Harlem Shake in that. Dance. When you so, like, but when you say that about that, I am still baffled at the production values of this whole thing. Like how this gets pulled off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, how, like, if, even if you consider them not athletes, which I do consider them athletes, they are actors. There are more actors on this show. There are more actors on this show than any other show. There are more athletes on this show than most other televised sporting events. Yeah. And they do it all live. And they do it all live. And this is the production. A couple of the shots, like I'm still like, oh, I can't get too into this. This is a that's a great <laughs> shot. That's a fucking great yeah, shot. That, that is a beautiful. Yeah. That everything about this is beautiful. Well, I think Dave and I are just kind of. Uh, like used to it by now. Yeah, like, see, we're more focused, I think, on concentrating on the negative. Dude, it is beautiful. Like yeah. the, that presentation is well, amazing. That was always the edge the McMahon had on WCW was production values. Like, and I, see, I that's should say when, that I, I have watched it on TV. I don't have high definition television. We watch the pay per views. Uh, we watch them in high definition, yeah. and they're gorgeous, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. but see, that's when, like, when I was watching WCW, the, the Monday Night Wars. I would go watch WWE, and it would it that extra production value made it feel more fake mm-hmm. because True. it made it feel more like a thing with a bunch of predetermined stuff. Whereas you go watch WCW, and it's all this ambiguous NWO stuff. Where I'm like, I don't. This is just really fun and to be invested in. And you go over to WWE, and it's everyone's hamming it up and <laughs> big time, and even Degeneration X and all that stuff. I'm like, this is just like cartoon characters. Yeah. Now, granted, that it's not like it was all so the, well so well yeah. done at WCW, but there <laughs> well, was. The- for that brief moment in time, there was that period where it was like, that this was, is easier to show off to a friend and not feel mm. like I'm watching Looney Tunes. See, that's why I can see how the One Warrior Nation killed it for you. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, that was one of those ones where they acted like the TV cameras saw things other people didn't yeah. see. Well, there then, was a whole thing. There was one scene where, where Hogan was looking in the mirror. The mirror! And he saw the warrior, but... He was supposed to be seeing the warrior because he was going crazy. crazy. But the camera saw him. Yeah, so the people But Eric Bischoff didn't see him. Yeah. (laughs) But then the camera switched back and he wasn't in the mirror, but Hogan was acting like he was still seeing him. It it made no sense to anyone. And then the Chucky thing, and then uh, this gets worse. (laughs) And then here we are. I still need to see this footage of RoboCop helping Sting, though. You've never seen it? Oh, it's so great. No, We're going to pull it up after the show. So great. <laughs> and then watch the Three Stooges clip. It's even better. Uh, oh, wow. All right. Yeah, I forgot about so that. So I wonder what happens to CM Punk now. Like, he lost twice to The Rock. He's out of the yeah. title picture because it's Rock Cena's the whole show now. So well, I mean, what, what usually happens when someone does this rise and, like, goes heel, ends up losing in a big thing, uh, and then what happens? Like, to reach does, redemption, he's got to go good. And they right? kind of yeah. just rub... He just gives up more losses for he he didn't lose for so long that he's gonna give up probably about yeah. three more losses and then maybe he'll take a break or switch back or something or I, I am betting okay, here's my prediction. Mm-mm. He will now officially team up with the shield now that he doesn't have to pretend he doesn't know yeah. them anymore. Now he faces Ryback again, because Ryback doesn't have anybody to be against. And then Ryback will get back his win. Will finally get clean pins over C, uh, CM Punk yeah. that he lost in all those title matches. That almost seems a waste for like CM Punk and just like for a, what, that, that would have to be a four man tag team yeah. match. It would just be. Am I, am I the only uh, Shield fan here who just wants one the theme song to be added right, every time yeah, those guys yeah. come out? But but then I. Has there ever been something called the Strike Team? It's so much more. There was a Strike Force. The Strike Force. This is in the eighties. Tito Santana and Rick Martel. Oh, really? Yeah, I actually know those names. Yeah, and they, <laughs> they had a, a really great theme song called "Girls in Cars." <laughs> well, what's it about? 
Girls in Cars. Mm. Well, also, as we pointed out during the show, like, so many of the theme songs suck now. Yeah, I was like, saying, like, when, when Rock wins or when Cena comes out, it's like, there's a theme song, and that's awesome, because yeah. you can tie it directly to this person. It's someone wrote a song for this character. It's emblematic of their character arc. And then you hear half the stuff I hear now is just some like 2002 era rock song it's, that it's what like, Drowning Pool did after the lead singer well it died. sounds like just this ambiguous Drowning Pool like Goldfinger like I'm just, I don't uh, it's like I don't understand I'm like, the champion <laughs> like, I'm not even like putting down that entire type of music it's like I there's plenty of bands from my college days that I'll be like yeah sure I like that stuff but it's like I don't need seven wrestlers yeah. to sound like this. Yeah, they don't all have to have the Daredevil soundtrack. That's why it's uh, awesome that CM Punk can come out to uh, you know uh, fucking Living Color yeah. in Living Color. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Also, like, that Daredevil reference. Listen to uh, Cape Crisis from this week. Let's mm-hmm. <laughs> talk about Daredevil. Yeah, I mean the WWE is stuck in some kind of weird like in two thousand two, two thousand three, <laughs> like. They Stylistic actually got movie. Limp Biscuit and Drowning Pool like yeah. to like perform on their shows, oh, yeah. and I feel like they're still Kid in Rock. Love, like, Kid yeah, Rock. no, he still he was at uh, the tribute to the troops. Oh, Jesus, last year. So, the show is Flo Rida. Yeah, Flo but Rida. He, he doesn't get any themes. So. The Rock should adopt Kid Rock. I think that would be really cute. We <laughs> <laughs> call him the Rocks. Oh. <laughs> I think uh, Kid Rock could use someone to take care of him. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that was probably one of the weirdest moments uh, last. April when I was in Rome, turning on the TV, I'm just like out of pure boredom. The last night before I leave, fine, I'll turn on the TV. And I was like watching a Kid Rock music video in Rome. Weird. And the video was him in a speedboat, like not even a speedboat, just like a fast boat going going around like lakes and stuff like that I would, like that I've done when I go back home to the Midwest. I'm like, man, I really miss home right now. Like Mm -hmm. I really want to go hang out with Kid Rock. Kid Rock brought you back. <laughs> yes, it was just like I'm surrounded by all this fancy Italian. That's why I don't. That's why I don't. That's why I don't. He's turn a bunch of gross eggs. In other countries. <laughs> and Rome is beautiful. That's nice. <laughs> ah, it's a Rome. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. But yeah. I mean, all told, like that, it was an all right pay per view. There yeah. were there was yeah. a moments. lot of uh, I don't want to say vamping, but just. It could have been a they lot didn't tighter. They did schedule it as well. It could why, have been why tighter. Why did it seem like it, the Elimination Chamber occurred in the first half? Yes, it did. And then it was completely over. The namesake of the pay-per-view. Well, that yeah. and like there was just too much downtime in that thing. Like Too much, too mm-hmm. many mo- minutes consecutive. I of now just know people. there are wrestling action figures that actually wrestle themselves. Great. Yeah. And, they, and the G.I. Joe film is a hot uh, it ticket. It jinx in it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go see this. Wouldn't have known that without Elston, actually. Jinx, yeah, man. No idea. Aren't you glad you paid for those commercials? <laughs> And when you have seven wrestlers come out to indistinguishable alt-rock songs from the same time frame, it's like, you need new songs. Mm-hmm. And even if they're new bands, a lot of those bands still sound like they're stuff. Are they all See, like you would probably. Uh, no. <laughs> also, I just miss the fact that like wrestlers would have a theme. Like You could go play those old wrestling games. Yeah. Yeah. Every one playing. of them has a theme song. Even like, well, I mean, I don't know when that really stopped, but even like ni- in the late 90s. Yeah, they no all one, had good theme songs. Like the worst was probably DDP's That's Not Teen Spirit. Uh-huh. <clears throat> you would have actually hated Jack Swagger even more uh-huh. because before this pay-per-view, yeah. like literally he got a new song this pay-per-view, uh-huh. it was a Rage Against the Machine. Wow, really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, like a rip-off that's like one note different or whatever? Yeah. And, no, like and, that, and, that Rage song in the first Guitar Hero before they bought the masters uh, yeah, yeah pretty you much do what they told you <laughs> well at least at least triple h comes out to a real lemmy song like yeah. he actually paid yeah. lemmy from motorhead to sing his song uh, see again that sounds expensive i don't understand the dollar value behind all of this like it seems so like such an expensive production 
Mm. Really don't. Like I bet they they probably think about how much you make and then times that by fifty and you don't show up every night. (laughs) And and then and then you how much you make and then there's a guy who stands next to you and wears a bow tie and encourages you from the sidelines. That guy gets a salary too. They sell a lot of t shirts. I'm just saying it's just how do you pay all these people? Holy shit. Well, we paid a lot well, for that pay-per-view. Well, so. we just paid how much for this pay-per-view? $45 online. $45.95. Mm-hmm. Mine forever, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> like a scarlet letter on my Discover card account. <laughs> if you ever want to relive <laughs> this. Like, right. oh, what, what you're about, lucky. What, you get what, to watch this whenever you want. Oh, Dave, oh. you can come over anytime, man. man Did me. you guys even recognize the the, the uh, G.I. Joe actors that they put in? That I they didn't know who they were. No, I had no idea. I had no idea who they were. They weren't Scarlet. And yeah. it, it wasn't Scarlet. I mean, and I know... Um, I recognize uh, the girl from Friday Night Lights, but did Marlon Wayans make it into the sequel? I would hope so. The, I mean, that the guy he probably is. Uh, who are the two ninjas? One of the two ninjas. Storm no, Shadows. no, no, because no. the Snake Eyes is played by Ray Parker. Oh, the guy with the Ghostbusters song, oh, Ray no. Park. Ray um. Park. <laughs> no, sorry. Well, who's the other one then? Uh, an it's Asian a, man. Yeah, Korean. There guy. you go. Yeah. No, it's not it's Storm Shadows. And well, plus. Were you guys saying that Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Now I'm talking about. Yes, yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah. He was Dave, Cobra Commander in. in the first movie, and it's, now he's not. It's right? kind of a spoiler as that movie ends. The first movie ends, and it's JGL, and he's like, "Oh, put me in this mask, I'm gonna die or whatever." And they put him in, and it's like, "Wow, he's turning into Cobra Commander." Now this is like three years ago before he kind of blew up thanks to Dark Knight Rises mm-hmm. and or whatever Inception, Inception as well. Uh, New Days of Summer, and at that point, sure, yeah. all these movies he's been in since the point is being made. Every every movie you name furthers the point. And at that point, like, dude, <laughs> and then he's yeah. like, is, "Oh, do you think you'll come back to be behind a silver mirror mask the whole movie?" Yeah. No. Well, it was just cool. They had JGL as like the uh, he was the the dead brother that yeah, that uh, made uh, Channing Tatum's girlfriend turn into the Contessa and the Baroness, the Baroness, whatever. Henry, I can't believe I have so, to Henry, make you, you talk about just shameful. Talk about wrestling. Okay, um, I, I'm more. I'm curious. Like, how do? Well, okay. no. I, I mean, there were a couple of things I marveled at. It was like, I've said that. I think I've said it on your show that like Cena, I get is like a charismatic yeah. lead or uh, the star. I get mm-hmm. it. Like, I like the dude. I'd be, I seriously, I'm not as into it as you guys. I see the guy. I like him. He overacts. Just not overacts. He just like like when he does his moves, he moves around. Like he looks like he feels things a lot more. He's charismatic to look at. Fun to hear talk. And then Henry was pointing out like uh, the twenty-year-old women and the yeah. children like him, and the old-school WWE fans do not. And like right when he said that, you can hear a higher-pitched voice. Cena. What is it? Cena. Let's go, Cena. Let's go, Cena. And then Cena. And like, yep. wow, you can hear exactly what you said in the audience. And then I was wondering how fans feel about The Rock and CM Punk coming up together yep. because I. Just through you, from what you telling me about him, without ever seeing a match, and like I like to see him punk a lot. Yeah, and I, I, I he seemed like a very charismatic yeah. individual. But you have to root for the Rock too. Mm-hmm. If you're an old school fan, you're still supposed to root for the Rock. But is he really that old school though? Is someone, like, when he, was late he... late nineties is now old school. No, like, but when did he stop the... though? Like the mid two thousands, two thousand three. Two thousand three. Yeah. I think yeah. yeah. Mm. Like yeah. when he lost to Brock Lesnar, that was one of his last big like that was matches. Summer Slam two thousand two. So. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like he, he came back once or twice that, after yeah. that, but pretty much yeah. he was done. He, that was almost the same divide, though, in, in mm-hmm. terms of cheers. Like mm-hmm. younger fans are still kind of into the Rock, and I think just because I, he's I like think the, the yeah, I think the old school fans at this point didn't want to see CM Punk lose to Rock twice. They mm-hmm. wanted him to get a win on the Rock, but 
Like I said, I was just glad to see CM Punk was on the level to have a main event with you. You said you were rooting for both, and then the minute Punk uh, got pinned, you were like, ah! That was a way better ending, I I, I feel, in terms of making CM Punk look good. Yeah, because he, he, he had got a pin, yeah, or so he got a theoretical pin, and his fan, like you could hear the fans counting. Yeah, it, and it was the joke it. that 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 match will have so many asterisks next to it. Like yeah. it's, it's part and of his qualification. When, match. when he kicked out of the uh, of the people's elbow, like yeah. the uh, the the huge divide was there. Like there were people booing that he got out, and people I'm, cheering. I'm all for Punk, but he can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> he got yeah. hit with the magic elbow, yeah. that's and that's right. what got me. Like I got excited watching it. Going, like, yeah, yeah. And also, when I've been in live events, like, when they were, when it was Cena versus Punk matches, like, I totally got into going, Cena sucks! Cena! Yeah. You just get into it. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm saying I, I like the dude. Don't hate me for liking Cena. I, you can't see what I see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and no, I see C- Cena. And sometimes it's uh, the Ultimate Warrior in a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Cena's had some great matches. Watch him versus... Shawn Michaels. That's I think really he's an match. old Navy advertisement waiting to happen. Yeah, Why haven't they picked just, up on that? John Cena? Those, those, those shorts? Those shorts, man. I yeah, can't. dude. They're going to come back eventually. They run out in Crocs and those Yeah, shorts he's wearing and... duck heads or something today. Like <laughs> Doc uh, Martin. Instead, he's, he's advertising Fruity Pebbles. Is he? Mm-hmm. The motherfucker. See, this is where I get upset. Hold on. Give me a moment here. I'm not going to be able to say <laughs> this on either show. I It's my conspiracy belief that they're trying to move Fred Flintstone away from being the spokesman for Fruity Pebbles. Hmm. And they have uh, they had John Cena on, and it's only temporary! And then it stopped, and Bam Bam was on there. And then hmm. it stopped again, and John Cena is on the cover of Fruity Pebbles. I'm like, this is totally unsettling. Yeah. This cannot happen. They're just moving the age bracket down. And then I looked at Cocoa Pebbles, where Fred still is, and he's like this awful CG version. Like you've, never, you've never seen Ugh. 3D Flintstones anywhere, nor should you. Uh, Flintstones well, of any time. it is weird to think. Why would kids identify with like... Because of the most powerful working. vitamins. They're delicious. Let's identify with a blue-collar caveman. Yeah. <laughs> Not what a kid really wants to yeah. see when they're eating cereal. Like, I would want to see yeah. Pebbles and Bam Bam. Like, oh, it's other kids like me. That's probably like, true. That, like, nothing in that show still yeah. exists. Housewives. <laughs> Not just beyond the being caveman shit. Like, Housewives, loyal order of the antelopes or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, when bowling, bowling. When we were kids, when we were kids, Flintstones and Flintstone spinoffs were on television all the time. Yeah. Like now, where do kids even see the Flintstones with their Adventure Times and their SpongeBob SquarePants, <laughs> which is itself twelve years old? Yes, yeah, actually, SpongeBob. It's old. way uh, older than that. Just so you know, over six, like sixteen years old, SpongeBob. No. Great. Yeah. Rock, rock is that old? Yeah. Yeah, SpongeBob is. Oh, not, I smell a team. It's up. not. Yeah. I smell like the SpongeBob, SpongeBob movie came out in 03. Okay. I believe SpongeBob is 99, making him like 14. But, uh, <laughs> at best. Did not mean to kill the conversation. <laughs> anyway. Back to, well, I, just, I think it's interesting to see the, the divide. To, just watching Henry, who do you want to win here? Nobody wants, nobody wants either one to lose, I think is, is the case. Yeah. And which makes it an interesting match. Yeah. And again, as a, a total noob, like, I don't know how they get me into it. I'm not one who even likes sports. But I was completely invested in that match. Yeah, you end. just want an ending oh, that was, makes everyone look good. That, yeah, and there was a did. lot of uh, there was a lot of downtime. Like we said, this was kind of a disorganized pay per view to an extent. Yeah. But there mm-hmm. were like very good peaks, like when the movement would start going, mm-hmm. uh, when the when the match would start flowing properly. There's like a couple of like really uh, the end of the uh, elimination, elimination chamber, chamber with yeah. uh, what's his name Orton. Yeah, like, yeah the way they, the way they finally took out. Uh, 
What's Mark his, Henry. What's his nuts? Yeah. Yes. They need names, man. I hate these people with just yeah, names. I agree. Call him Triangle Dude. I agree. Spin Top. <laughs> and I don't, I don't care. Just Strong. give him a name. Call him. If he gets King. in a fight, Triangle wins. <laughs> Should triangle so, man? You tell him, King. But uh, Doug, what did you say? My name's Jack Derp. Like I don't, I don't, I can't keep you apart. I, I you swear, sound like my neighbor. I thought Randy Orton was a UFC fighter for so long. <laughs> just hearing his name, so like that guy has doesn't have a shirt on. I'm guessing mm-hmm. he's a UFC fighter. Otherwise, he would have a cool name. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just, I can't, I can't. Randy Orton's just a big loser now. Like he just loses. Uh, he looked all like the time. a fucking animal in yeah. there. Like, he was pretty impressive. No, he to watch. looks like the main eventer, and he would be if yeah, he, he wasn't a piece of shit. He's got yeah, his like, taste. His face reads with like a weird intensity that freaks me out, and makes mm-hmm. me want to keep watching. There was a time <laughs> where Shane Patterson and I called him the Voldo of uh, <laughs> <laughs> because he when he was at his most evil. He had totally shaved head. He Scissor hands? Just, no, he would just have such a weird like body yeah. motion to him, and it would definitely like feel very Voldo-ish. For what it's Almost worth, though, I was when I was flipping, Voldo of Silk Albert. When I was flipping around uh, through Hulu, um, just trying to, I think I was looking for a Kitchen Nightmares, and there wasn't one. So that sent me into a downward spiral. Of, I came here for something crappy, and by God, I'm going to get it. So I realized that SmackDown was on there, yeah. and I think Raw as well, maybe. Yeah. But it's like it went back like three years, like because yeah. I was flipping through. How, how far back does this go? And it's like CM Punk with long hair, and back to really? 2009. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, that's if you need to catch up, like yeah. that's pretty cool. On the Hulu's, mm-hmm. yes. get that app. People, hundreds of hours. It's, it's only seven dollars a month. Sign up through our Amazon. You don't have any way to sign yeah, up for no. Hulu. No. Yeah, it's I have, yeah, seven dollars a month. All right, is, so uh, when you more si- than fair. when you sign up for Hulu, mm-hmm. then send three dollars to us mm-hmm. As, as, mm-hmm. in PayPal, say because what if they sign up for Amazon Prime? And then send two dollars to us. There's no WWE shows on Amazon. Not Prime, yet. They're gonna compete. Trust they me. Should. They're gonna have rock and wrestling on there. I think Ooh, they're. Nice. I think it's Ooh. just everything will be available on every service. They'll <laughs> just all be the same service and with like two or three distinctions. Well, yeah, the ones they pay for. Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna get misfits on Netflix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God. So, the, the next pay per view following the Elimination Chamber is WrestleMania, which Ooh. is over a month away. Yes. They, they even said 49 it's 40, days. 49 is, April 7th? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, so... They're, they're, you won't watch it with us because you're me. I'm going to be at WrestleMania. Oh. Yes. Uh, the the entire mm-hmm. WrestleMania weekend. Do we need to make Shemang. you a cheap podcast your New sign? York Homecoming. Yes. A cheap podcast sign, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling if you throw up any sign with a dot .com on it, like somebody will tackle you to the ground. Oh, probably. I'll have you know to, how much I'll that have, spot costs. But if I do a, a hashtag, mm-hmm. WWE will be all about it. <laughs> I remember Game Informer's uh, Dan Reichert. Yep. He went to a Raw with <laughs> with a, a blown up picture of his face. Yes, and he couldn't. He did not get to keep it for very it long. Was, it, it showed up on screen, and yeah. after the fact, WWE.com they, they actually sell giant heads now. Yeah, Wait, of wrestlers and of stuff? wrestlers. So now yeah. it's sanctioned. Yeah, hold up a giant rock head in the crowd. <laughs> And uh, sure, no one behind you sees the rest. Hold of the on, match. I got to yeah. price out um, a blow up of myself and Henry, and we got to get this done. <laughs> All right, kickstart. You have to do bit. something special with your heads that I'll. We could kiss. Me. Yes, we could. I'm glad you read between be lines great. there. Right in the background of a great match, it's just me and Henry making out, <laughs> and <laughs> full poster board glossy. So in between now and then, I'm sure we'll have an episode filled with some sort of extraneous fun. Yeah, but uh, in light of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have fifteen uh, <laughs> or so, fifteen WWE Valentines mm-hmm. and pencils that have WWE <laughs> superstars. I saw the exact same set. Like we were walking to get like Tums or something at Walgreens, and I walked through that Valentine aisle, and I'm like, why would they have 
Who would give the... And they come with pencils. Yeah. And then it ends up in my house. And then you said, oh, I bought these Valentines. I'm like, <laughs> I, I sadly know exactly which ones you're talking about. <laughs> So they're, they're pretty. They're pretty bad. Just that they don't reflect any of the wrestlers' personality except for Rey Mysterio and the Miz. And the well, Miz. let's not awesome. spoil it because I, you're, right, you're right. You're right. Fifteen lucky commenters. <laughs> Do not go pick these up on sale at your local. No, Walgreens. don't pick them up because we're gonna send. We're gonna give you Valentine's. We're gonna put sign one them. in twenty. Fifteen different envelopes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I think we're gonna sign. Are we gonna sign them? We're gonna sign them. Yeah. Oh wow. So oh, all right. A random cheap podcast. Uh, commenters versus, get going yeah. we will give you a valentine if it's yes. anything like my printy contest from VG Empire it'll you, take months you, uh, almost <laughs> a year <laughs> but you got them out yeah. I, I did get them out I need to tell that story sometime of yeah. my, my effort to get them out and how some didn't make it <laughs> but people have moved yes. by then Liter- probably. some people had gone away to college by that's the time probably the what happened <laughs> just literally mention valentines in mm-hmm. your comment like Greg the Hammer Valentine yeah well, now they can't. Now they won't even be special when they say that. Oh, he's all eliminated. It. But, uh, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so that that's something that <laughs> commenters can look forward to. Uh, Fuck yeah. Uh, Valentine's bitch. That's love. Yes. You don't get that from your other wrestling show. All dozen of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that'll do it for this episode of mm-hmm. the Cheap Podcast. Looks like this podcast has been eliminated. Yes. Man, my sound effects. <laughs> oh, they're not even plugged in. I think people wow. could still hear that. Okay, good. Or they can listen to the eight other episodes of. It <laughs> <laughs> almost sounded like a ambient noise. <laughs> could you do that three times like it's a bell ringing? <laughs> that's that's a doink. It really, there was a couple moments in there, like when um, when what's his nuts? What's his name got kicked in the nuts on accident? Oh yeah. I like there needed an to be a Hanna Barbera boing. <laughs> like in the replay, like just do it well, in the look replay. Look at Antonio's face. Yes, yeah. oh, my balls. Gorsh. <laughs> <laughs> that would have helped immensely. Should we plug? I'm available. Yeah, let's 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 all uh, plug our stuff. Oh, okay, Laser Time Podcast at lasertimepodcast.com or your iTunes. You know what's weird, and I'm not trying to derail things any further. If you <laughs> click on any one of your shows on iTunes, relatedly is another show we're involved with or have been involved with at some hmm. point, except the for Laser, Laser Time. Time. Wow. It is never, ever on the recommended comedy. shows. It's a different genre. Uh, well, this isn't video games, is it? No. I'm a sports network, baby. We're right next to ESPN Bricklebrac. And- <laughs> <laughs> the Jay and Mike show. Fox Sports don't talk about brick and brack like that. I'm sorry, brick and brack are fantastic. Um, Diego, uh, they and really Pepe. came into their own this season. <laughs> you can listen to my comic book podcast, Cape Crisis. Uh, it's What's on that URL? dot com or Hulk Dick. I renewed that. I renewed that in everything. That's right. So find things there. Listen to. We just did a Daredevil episode. Mm-hmm. Ben Affleck's Daredevil. We talked about it. It's ten years old. And ten years, that years old. Literally, literally ten years old. That's how old you are. Mm-hmm. Damn. Brett? Uh, VG Empire. V-G-M-P-I-R-E. <laughs> it's like Vampire. <laughs> which <laughs> iTunes will G. constantly tell you. Like Kane uh, the Vampire. Yeah, Google really wants you to go to Vampire.com, which is not, <laughs> not the site you want. Uh, game Music Podcast. We just did... Uh, we're doing a Zelda episode, mm-hmm. and we recently this year... Well, the last few episodes, we did an all-Ninja Turtles game music. Mm-hmm. We did a Jack Ryan radio episode. The all-sports episode. The all-sports episode was a lot funny. of fun. Yep. Uh, there's no wrestling in it because I think we're going to do an, 
just wrestling show Ooh. because there's enough wrestling music to make that work. Dig diggity dog. Uh, <laughs> I'm saving myself. <laughs> I purposely dog. never listen to this because I want to <laughs> experience it live. Oh, it's, uh, it's and then um, yeah, just a lot of stuff like that. All right, and uh, cheappopcast.com. Rate us on iTunes. Give us reviews and all that fun stuff. Subscribe. Stuff. And I think there'll be related links underneath this article if you want to buy any things that we talked oh, about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. DVDs and what have you. DVDs and books all mm-hmm. through Amazon, a trusted source for all, all right. your retail needs. Well, thank you guys for tuning in this week. We'll be back soon-ish with another episode of the Cheap Popcast.